Yeah, I got your notes there. Uh, Christians in the world, the uh, it's important, uh, especially in this uh, especially in this day and age we live in, the importance of this. Yeah, the key thought. <coughs> there was a number of uh, key thoughts I came up with, but the one I, I guess I just settled on was testimony. Deal with our testimony in the world is the bottom line. As a Christian, how do I relate to the unsaved world? The Bible is very clear that the present world system is contrary to God's eternal purpose. The Word of God commands that born again Christians are to be separate from this world system, yet at the same time to reach lost men and women from Jesus Christ who presently live in it. This lesson is designed to show Christians how to live a balanced and consistent life in order to influence. Lord Jesus Christ, without the world influencing them for evil. I believe uh, in 2022, it's been more, and I could be wrong on this, I think people would uh, strike me down for saying things in the statement, but I just can't help but believe in 2022, it's more difficult for a Christian to remain faithful and to live holy than it has been in the last, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago. I wasn't alive back then, but um, I'm just thinking there's just so many attractions that can pull us away. Uh, the television, the uh, everything, the cars, the just opportunity, our cell phones, so many things that can just distract us, to get distracted to, to where we just, you know, we don't want to be oddballs in this world. I mean, I'm not saying that's what you need to be oddballs, but bottom line, if you're really going to be serious about living for the Lord, you're going to be an oddball. Uh, it's just a matter of not intentionally, okay, how screwy can I look or be? You must realize that if you love and live for Jesus Christ, you will encounter opposition from this world. Letter A. You'll be opposed just as Jesus Christ was opposed. John 15, 18-21, Jesus taught, If the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Remember the word that I said unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for 
my namesake because they know not him that sent me. American and European Christianity as a whole today is so very weak and cowardly and shallow and apostate. I'm talking about as a whole, Christianity as a whole. I'm not talking about necessarily every single individual Christian. We say and try to not be of the world, but all the while insisting on living, looking, um, in loving on being the light of the world while guarding not to cross certain boundaries. Um, letter B. You will be opposed only if, I think it's your first place, only if you live for him. If you go along with the world, they will not oppose you. Second Timothy 3 12 says, Gain all who will live God in Christ Jesus and shall suffer persecution. that's a hard verse to contemplate to really think about. Yea, in all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So on the back end of that, if I'm not suffering persecution, am I living for the Lord Jesus Christ like God and his word expects me to live for him? Because it's a law. As far as, far as, far as I'm concerned, with that word shall. Ye and all of God in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Now, I understand that to you know, what degree would we suffer persecution. Um, I don't know if America has yet quite gotten to what it's like in China and some of these other countries, like maybe the Middle East, uh, where they've got a law now that you can try to convert somebody that will execute you. But um, many times people, even here in America, will still suffer persecution. What areas will this opposition come from? Letter A, your primary opposition will come from those close to you who know you best. Friends, family, fellow workers, acquaintances. There's some uh, passage of scripture you can uh, look up. Letter B, from unsaved people in general. The two spiritual families have never gotten along and never will. You will never get the city of angels to go along with the family of the Lord Jesus Christ. The city of angels being Los Angeles, California, Hollywood. They're diametrically opposed. What they produce, the movies they produce, is everything, even the sitcoms, funny stuff. I mean, just bottom line, what they talk about, what they portray, the relationships, everything. It's just not of this world. It is the world views it as very unwise how we view relationships. I mean, the world considers the intelligent thing to do is for a young lady and a young man to move in together and to live together 
and to get physically involved together so they can make sure that they're compatible before they make a commitment to each other. That's the wisdom of the world. And to think anything of that, you're stupid. And they will tell you that. I just don't think it'll last. It's like, well, I don't know. I said, because all your relationships going by your system are sure not lasting. And you have a lot of these other people that testify that have been married for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. They didn't fool around before they got married. My parents, they didn't fool around before they got married. They were married for 65 years. I don't know. It's like when you start looking at the evidence. It's a matter of, and I told uh, a, uh, I told a colleague of mine that uh, you know he, he's, he's in search of a woman that he can settle down with and have children. And I'm telling him, I said, everybody you're running after is not the kind of person you want to settle down with. <laughs> and the kind of person you want to settle down with, you don't want to have anything to do with. It's like, come on. There's always this opposition in the world. Galatians 4.29 says, But as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. This flesh and the spirit do not get along. Do not get along. Let us see. From society in general, the nature and course of this present world system is against God. This opposition is communicated subtly through the media, literature, television, radio, movies, Facebook, etc. You must judge those things by the written word of God. Letter B. Of course, we're talking about as far as this opposition, where does it come from? Of course, the mastermind behind this opposition is Lucifer, the great Satan. He is your adversary. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walked about so you can be made devour. Who resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world? In other words, you're not there by yourself. Your other brothers and sisters in Christ are experiencing the same conflict, the same persecution, the same difficulties. Let us spare number C. And number two, he is currently, if I'm going to say, currently at work in unsaved people. Ephesians 2, 2 and 3. We're in a tight past. You walk according to the course of this world. Talk about you as an unsaved, unregenerate person. According to the prince of power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And we don't have time to go into it. Uh, I think I maybe alluded to uh, maybe last week or a couple weeks ago. Listen to a message uh, by Dr. Mark Monte uh, about the children of wrath and what what will come on the children of wrath. 
and the uh, spiritual condemnation, the lake of fire, when you think about it, anything we receive at the present time, regardless of how difficult and hard it is to deal with, it will be always better than we deserve. We were once, if we're born again, every single person in here is born again, we were once the children of wrath. And what we deserve as children of wrath in this life, whatever comes our way, is better than what we deserve. How can I overcome this opposition? Letter J. This is where I excel at. This is where I never have an issue with people. Ever. Never. Letter A. Give a soft answer. Give a soft answer. I always give a soft answer. Give everybody, you know. What's that? Okay. You can, you can probably watch about 95% of my videos. It's like, where the fuck is Avoid fights whenever possible. Uh, Proverbs 15, 1, Romans 12, 18. Letter B. Please God with your life. Our number one priority should be to please God, not everybody else. Please God with our life. Let us see. Have faith in God. Have faith. So many denominations, so many Christian denominations want to live by sight. Prove you got filled with the Spirit of God. We'll live by faith, not walk by sight. Now I understand the Bible also says we'll have the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, as far as evidence in our life. And, and I believe it's not only the fruit of the Spirit, but it's also the fruit of winning people to Jesus Christ. Um, letter D. Love your enemies and help them. Jesus Christ loved his enemies even enough to die for them when he didn't have to. The world cannot understand this type of love, and those who are seeking truth will be drawn to it. The um, when I was in the when I was in the army stationed up in Finger uh, Lake there in New York um, guarding nuclear warheads uh, I had this there, there was this other MP that I detested. I despised. He was, he was irritating, vile, obnoxious. He was from Massachusetts. I'm like, girl, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> um, this world is amazing. Big um, I couldn't stand him. And of course, please understand, I am in no way, shape, or form any kind of person tonight. But uh, I come back from break one time and come to work. You know, 
know, guys or guys and gals are constantly getting transferred or whatever. So, so every once in a while, you'll lose a roommate in your barracks, and all of a sudden you gain a roommate. You get told about. And I came back, and I come to find out that he and I were put together in the same squadron, in the two squadron. And I'm thinking, I mean, we hate each other's guts. Literally. I mean, we couldn't stand each other. And um, I have no clue why. Um, one day, yeah, I know he was uh, running late for formation or whatever. We were on different shifts. He got up, took off or whatever. I know we had an inspection that day. We didn't have a lot of inspections that but we had an inspection that day. So when I got up and you know made my bunk, I went ahead and made his bunk as well. And um, so that you know everything would be good for inspection. Everything went well. He came back and, and I never he never said a word to me. I never said a word. I was gone when he came back to the room. But the change in his life towards me was stunning. Just doing that little, making his bed. And it's just, you know, love your enemies and help them. And I made his bed, and from then on out, until I got out of the army, or he got trained or whatever, but as long as we were there at that post, at that location, for him, I could do no wrong. I was the greatest thing that ever did. Senate Army Temple. E. Pray for your enemies. And pray with pure motives. Sincerely. A lot of this is just very difficult. Letter F. This is very crucial. Keep good words. Keep good company. Associate with people who love God and want to serve Him. And I'm not talking about that's the only people you know, that's the only friends you have. I'm talking about the influencers in your life should be good company. Don't allow the bad people to influence you. You need to have wicked people, unsaved people, whatever, be friends with them, try to reach them and win them as far as influencers. And where this is critical, where this is critical is when you're raising children, be hyper vigilant to what kids they hang around with because they will influence your children. And you may have heard me say this before, but when we came to uh, Gable and Holly, Hannah, And I remember this in, in Romania. You might have heard me testify this before, but uh, we had, there was a mission count all these missionaries around the country come together. And uh, this young, one young man, Gabriel, wanted to go over, and all the other missionary kids would go over to his house to do whatever they needed or whatnot. And he goes, Dad, Dad, can I go over this? And you ain't going to that. I don't want you to talk to the other kids. He's 
got a horrible attitude. I don't like the way he treats his parents. He's rebellious. Then no, you're not allowed to be around him. Then uh, protect your children in who they're around, who influence them, that it's good company. And, you know, it was just a blessing from the Lord because when both Gabriel and Hannah got to Pensacola, they picked friends, they hung around with friends that were outstanding, that were outstanding. One, one of Gabriel's roommates is now a trooper with uh, the state police here in Virginia. And he lived at my house the entire time he was in the state police academy. And I can assure you, I will never let a young man stay at my house unless I have complete trust in him. I have two young daughters, single daughters in my house as well. But um, but it's all because Gabriel testified how how wonderful this young man was. And um, but this this keep good company is so crucial. Not only in our lives, but in our children's lives. Because kids will influence other kids. And, and that's why I think it's very critical that uh, I was reading our um, write-up today in our bulletin there about the Harbor family. And then Mrs. Harbor, Michelle is home, homeschooling. And uh, hey, I would much rather have my son go down and hang out at the state prison and hang out with some of the prisoners down there and learn from them than going to the public school today because of the company that will influence them. The company that will influence them. Uh, that point can't be stressed enough. Letter G. Immerse or another way of saying it, baptize. Immerse. I-M-M-E-R-S-E. -E. Immerse yourself in the Bible. God's written word. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Very familiar to us. I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And the only way you can know the mind of Christ is knowing the word of God. Getting immersed into it and knowing it and learning it. How should the unsaved world view me as a Christian? For whatever reason, if you make the statement, and you profess to be a Christian, the world has a litany of things that they're already expected. And they're just waiting for you to mess up. They already expect that you don't use bad language. They already expect you don't drink. You already expect a whole host of things. Alright? And when you start failing at this list, whether you like it or not, if you start failing at it, your influence is destroyed. As far as being able to influence them to Jesus Christ. Letter A. They should know you love God, not by your mouth, which 
they should you should be able to confess it, but not just by your mouth as much as by your life, your conversation. King James Bible document uses that word conversation. It can be a conversation in an old sense is your lifestyle, in a new sense, how you talk. All right, so to me, conversation is a much more expansive word than just lifestyle. And the King James Bible doctrine is your conversation encompasses a lot of stuff. All right, but how you live, people read you, how you carry yourself, your attitude, how you dress, your lifestyle, now let her be, your lifestyle should separate you from the world and your behavior should be different than that. Let us see. However, you should not be so different that you lose influence. You've heard me comment in you know, two, three times or whatever, because I've gone up there and gone back up there for our. I'm Karen, 35th anniversary, or 35th uh, anniversary honeymoon. Uh, they were up there uh, celebrate our 35th up to the uh, Pennsylvania, Lancaster, awesome place. All right, and the people up there are very unique. But they don't have much influence with me. They're very unique, and they're not really winning anybody in Jesus Christ, but they're very unique. They're very separated, but you can get so separated that you just have no value. It's a matter of having discernment and wisdom and how you, you know, separated from sin, separated from a whole lot of things, but just not so far out in what field that you're, they're even separated from the Word of God, technically. See, you should, uh, however, you should not be so driven that you lose influence. Let her be. They should see you as being open and honest in all matters. When you say something, you stick to it. That you, you can rely on your word. Letter E. They should see you, they should see in you a living testimony of the grace of God. Of the grace of God. <clears throat> Letter F. Generally, you should be of good report. There in 1 Timothy 3 7, Colossians 4, 5, and 6. How should I view the world? Literally, as presently being an evil place. As presently being an evil place. You'll hear politicians, you'll hear people that have the word reverend in front of their name, talking about the world of God's children, and that's all the mind is satanic, because we're all out of God's children. Neither of your father in heaven or your father's sake. We're all not just God's children. We've got creation. Uh, 
Bible says, we're probably the devil until we're born again. Do not be attracted by or loving this present world with its philosophies, desires, and passions. First Timothy 2, 15-17 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. It's not saying that God doesn't love you. It's saying that you don't love God. If you love the world, you don't love God. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the final life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Letter B. You are a pilgrim in a strange land. World's not a home. Your home is heaven. Your home is heaven. Letter D. You, you must work, view this world as a mission field. Mission field. To reach the lost for Jesus Christ. I think too often the danger is uh, we're focused on living in the here and now and our comfort and convenience. And, and it's just it's part of the curse of, as far as I'm concerned, being born in America and in America. Because of the luxury and the freedom that we have here, but sometimes we just get sucked into a life of comfort and ease and being distracted by that and failing to realize and understand this is not our home. We're just passing through. And you've heard pastors say it. I, I, I've had the same thought for many years and pastors have said it numerous times over the last for me personal the last two, three years. God saved our soul and left us here for a reason. The law of his life, I'm kind of paraphrasing. And left us here for a reason. Yeah. Why not just take us home to heaven? Right. He wants to use us. He wants to use us towards our home and passing through. What are my responsibilities to my government? That's a good one, isn't it? Okay. Government is one of the three institutions ordained by God. The other two being the family and the church. All governments are controlled by Satan, the four Bible says, and therefore are essentially against God. However, you are still to submit to the ordinance of God. Romans 13, 1-2. B. If you do what is right, you have no reason to fear. God will honor you for doing it right. Letter C. Render, render to the government what is due by law. D, submit to their ordinances. Now I understand, well, what about this, and what about what I understand ultimately our authority and our guide must be the word of God. Alright, and that we don't alter from that. But aside from that, whether we like it or not, we need to submit. Alright, if, heaven forbid, the Supreme Court, 
assemblies up there on the hill in Washington, D.C., and a president of the United States signed into law repealing the Second Amendment, and it was no longer legal for anyone other than the government and police to have guns. And they came to your house to collect your guns. As a Christian, what are you going to do? Bow it out because, well, the Constitution. Or just, this world's not at home when this has to be true. It's been wonderful in North America. No one else on this earth, including Canada or Australia, has the Second Amendment. And at some point in the future, if it ever gets repealed, and we lose our right as citizens to have guns, as a Christian, if they come to your house and get killed, God did not tell us to fight on a hill for our constitutional rights, but to live for Him and to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. This world is not our home. As much as I despise it, as far as forward as I am on the Second Amendment and our right to have guns, as Christians, no, I'm not going to buy a place of glory over that. And stand before Jesus, what are you doing here? Well, I came to get my guns. And? Find that description. What are those possible items? B. Honor those in authority, even the witches, without partaking of their wickedness. Commit any adverse situation to God and let him handle them. When Peter wrote those words, Nero was king, perhaps the most wicked king Rome ever had in what he was doing. Yet Peter wrote that. First Peter chapter 2, 17 23. It is important to realize righteousness exalted a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. Thus, it is important that Christians be involved with their civic, excuse me, with their civic leaders in the creation and maintenance of righteous laws. All right. Yes, we should be very anti-abortion. Me personally, I'm not going to go ahead and support my whole life on becoming the anti-abortionist where people die and go to hell. Keeping things in perspective, and I know this may irritate and take off half the people here. Babies go to heaven. Adults die and go to hell for the Lord Jesus Christ. And how focused, how uh, how much energy. Do Christians give to reaching the lost? Babies aren't lost, they go to heaven. And I'm not saying we shouldn't fight against it, and we shouldn't be against it. I'm not talking about article marching. I'm just talking about maybe, maybe, maybe we make sure that we are just as zealous to reach people that are going to heaven. <clears throat> Two, verse 15 verses 
Mark 12, 30. 1 John 2.50 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's 1 John 2.50. Compare that with Mark 12, 30. This is Jesus Christ speaking and teaching. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. As true Christians, we cannot love humanity. We need to passionately love our Father in heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. First and foremost, to be very careful of our attitude and how we view the world. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Lord, you have any uh, needs. Lord, we love you and need you in Jesus Christ.